is AEW successful? Why is Tony Khan running his promotion better than Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard are running Monday night and Friday night? Long-term booking. Thank you so very much for stopping by the channel again today. This is episode 414 of Off The Script. I am JD from New York, and this is the OTS venue. Thank you guys so very much for joining me on your Wednesday afternoons, wherever you may be. And my God, man, this Cody Rhodes situation is getting so out of hand, man. It is single-handedly, the one story that is taking over everything in professional wrestling. And I sit here and I look at all the information that we are accessible to, and I, at the end of the day, I'm still 50-50 on it. I, I don't know. You got people out there like Brian Alvarez and everybody else saying that it's not a work this is 100% legit. But if you look at all of the articles that have come out since this news broke yesterday morning, and you look at the timeline of things that Cody Rhodes has said and done over the past six months, even going back to the early stages of AEW, I just don't know if I could fully engulf myself in him going to WWE and believing that is a reality. And I did a whole show on it yesterday. We were live on YouTube about the entire situation. And I gave my immediate thoughts on Cody Rhodes potentially jumping ship and being the first AEW defection to go to WWE. Cody Rhodes is more than the first AEW defection to WWE. Cody Rhodes is the face of AEW. He's the John Cena of AEW. That's the way I look at Cody Rhodes. He is a pillar, a founding father of AEW. Just by that alone and me describing how I view Cody Rhodes, I find it very difficult to believe that he would abandon ship and abandon all of those, those namesakes to go back to Vince McMahon knowing what Vince McMahon, Nick Khan, Bruce Prichard, and everybody involved in WWE at that level to go back over there knowing exactly what they've done to kill the business. So what is this really about? Is this Cody Rhodes really wanting to be a mega star? Is this about Cody Rhodes wanting to be a bigger star than everybody kind of takes him to be? They look at him at a mid-level type of role in the world of professional wrestling. Does he think he could 
go over to WWE and ascend the heights and be that main event guy, be the next face of WWE? Is it about money? It can't be about money. I refuse to believe it's about money. If Cody Rhodes wanted to make money, Tony Khan could shell out money. Tony Khan could pay anybody that he wants. Tony Khan's also on a budget. Cody Rhodes probably is one of the few people there that realizes Tony Khan is on a budget. I don't really understand half of the shit that's going on right now. I I really don't get it. It is so bizarre. It is so bizarre. These are still things that I'm questioning. And I'm trying to look at all sides in this situation. Cody Rhodes going to WWE could be a great thing. We're going to talk about that again today. I got so much news here. I got so much news, and I told you guys yesterday coming out of the live stream, I was going to give you guys the news. Soon as anything broke on Cody Rhodes, I was going to let you guys know. And that's exactly what we're going to do here, man. More of my opinion going to come out here. I'm not angry. I'm not sad. I'm actually kind of excited. I'm excited for a couple of reasons about this entire thing. And this is a great time to be a pro wrestling fan. This is what we want. Us as podcasters, this is what we want, man. We don't want to sit during WrestleMania season and find shit to talk about, find all this shit that we're getting on TV and then not feel excited about us, excited about it. This is a great time to be a pro wrestling fan. And it's going to be a great ride, man. That's what I'm excited about. And there could be positives. There could be positives in this with Cody going to WWE if, if it's true, And if WWE wants to embrace the change, I don't think that they're doing this for change or notoriety to give their shows more star power. I don't think they realize the star power that Cody Rhodes could possess. I honestly think, and like I said yesterday, I honestly think that they're bringing in Cody Rhodes, potentially, it's not confirmed yet, simply as a victory over AEW. You're not as great as everybody thinks you are. We just took one of your faces of the company. He's back on our team now, and they're going to use that as a trophy on their mantle. I don't think Cody Rhodes would amount to anything on WWE television. Look at everybody that has come in and then been thrown out the door, had their bags packed and thrown out the door. You think Cody Rhodes is going to be any different? I don't think so. And Cody Rhodes has done more damage to WWE than anybody that was released in the past two and a half years. Vince McMahon's going to open up his company, open up his doors, extend his arms out and embrace Cody Rhodes back into the company, knowing what Cody Rhodes and his team of men and women have set out to do. I find this all to be so fucking weird, man. It's so weird. It is so bizarre. But we're going to talk about it. I don't want to get into too much right now. I don't want to overstep before I give you guys the news. Let's get into it. Thank you guys so very much for joining me on episode 414 of Off The Script. Follow me on social media, man. It's going to be a big night. We got Dynamite tonight. I'll be live with Jesse, the birthday boy, in the OTS venue for AEW Dynamite tonight on Off The Script. Make sure you guys follow me on social media for all the latest updates on everything news, reviews, in real time thoughts about everything that you see on TV at JD from NY206. That's Twitter and Instagram. 
Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button down below. We are 40 subscribers away from 131,000 subscribers, man. Thank you guys for all the support. Podcast continues to grow on the weekly, man. Thank you so very much for trusting me as your number one honest and truthful source in the IWC. Make sure you guys hit that thumbs up. Let's try for a thousand likes. And that is an easy goal. We got 2,600 likes on yesterday's Off the Script live for episode 413. Let's try and do that again today. Hit that thumbs up. Make sure you guys go out there and support and hit that thumbs up. Make sure you guys go check out all the other videos that you might have missed. Like I said, episode 413 live on the channel yesterday afternoon. I was live, even though nobody gave a shit, with NXT Vengeance Day on Tuesday night. I'm not really sure why uh, WWE didn't do a lot of promotion for the show. It wasn't really that bad of a show. But at the end of the day, nobody gives a shit about NXT. And I feel it when I go live. So if you guys missed that or care about NXT, that is live on the homepage as well. Monday Night Raw and anything else that you missed last week, it's all on the homepage. So go check that stuff out. And today's show is sponsored by my great friends. Over at BlueChew, BlueChew.com, you guys are going to use that code JD at checkout to get your free sample of the service. Make sure you guys go hit them up, and I want to thank them, as always, for being a great partner and a great friend of the podcast right here on Off The Script. Let's get into it, man. I'm going to knock your socks off with this one. Vince McMahon. Cody Rhodes, we all know the rumor coming out of yesterday, Titan Tower, WWE knew about it, AEW, Tony Khan, Brandy Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, they released statements, they all parted ways. Vince McMahon wants to give Cody Rhodes a big push. Vince McMahon is treating Cody Rhodes as a big deal, and a WrestleMania appearance is 100% Expected. This is all coming from Wade Keller of PWTorch.com. Wade Keller posted an audio update last night on his website, the VIP section of his website. And he noted that Vince McMahon is ready to give Cody Rhodes a big push at the start. And it's expected that he will be at WrestleMania. Now, before I get into what Keller said, There was a report earlier this morning on Wednesday that WWE is looking at not only bringing in Stone Cold Steve Austin, they want to do Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens. In fact, the report went deeper and said that WWE wants to use Stone Cold Steve Austin for more than just a WrestleMania match with Kevin Owens, which I'm assuming would be in Saudi Arabia again in November when w, or October, rather, when WWE goes back over there. So they're running out of legends. And the prince over there in Saudi Arabia is going to want big, big names. Goldberg is at the end of his line with WWE. Lesnar is there for how long? I don't know. And they have nobody else. So now they're desperately reaching out to Stone Cold Steve Austin for more than just one appearance. With the news of Stone Cold Steve Austin and Kevin Owens... It was reported that WWE has another major surprise planned 
for WrestleMania that is on the same level as Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, could this be Cody Rhodes? I don't know if you guys are out there thinking the same way that I am, but I want you guys to be aware. For those that are about to criticize what I'm about to tell you, I don't really understand why you're not looking at it the way that I am. Stone Cold is obviously a bigger star than Cody Rhodes. We all know that. But this news about Cody Rhodes has right now overtaken everything about Stone Cold Steve Austin coming back and wrestling at WrestleMania. So in my eyes, if Cody Rhodes made his appearance first before anything else, and we didn't know anything about it, Cody Rhodes made his first appearance at WrestleMania, it would be a bigger deal than Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestling at WrestleMania 38 against Kevin Owens. That's my opinion on the matter. Because of how everything has transpired with the war between AEW and WWE, that is a bigger deal to me than Stone Cold coming out of retirement and wrestling Kevin Owens in a nothing storyline. Could Cody Rhodes be the huge surprise that is on the same level of Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania. Because right now, Cody is more talked about and will be more talked about than Stone Cold Steve Austin. So we will see about that. So we got this news here about Cody Rhodes coming from Wade Keller. McMahon wants to give him a WrestleMania appearance, a big deal, big push. Keller says this, and I quote, I've been on the phone all morning, all afternoon, nonstop with people at AEW, texting people about the news on Cody Rhodes, which you've most likely heard about Cody gone from AEW and Cody heading to WWE. Cody and WWE haven't confirmed it, but Cody is going to WWE and he's going to get a big push. Vince McMahon is going to treat him as a very big deal. Everybody I talk to thinks Vince loved the idea of acquiring a co-founder and EVP and, you know, Cody, a main event wrestler. He just held their secondary singles title not that long ago, and having him show up on WWE TV is something that Vince is very interested in taking advantage of and making money off of it. It could even be a situation where Cody is in a major WrestleMania match. I literally had four plus hours of conversations before recording this with people, and I'm sure there's more than uh, that coming in in the next couple of days on different podcasts about the situation with Cody. But I fully expect Cody to be on WrestleMania either as a wrestler or making his first appearance. So there it is right there. Wade Keller says he fully expects Cody to be on WrestleMania or making his first legit appearance for the company at WrestleMania 38. That could be the big one that is on the same level of Stone Cold Steve Austin. The only other person that would be on the same level, if not absolutely bigger than Stone Cold Steve Austin, would be Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, coming out during the show at some point, probably after Roman Reigns wins both championships, and they set up Rock versus Roman for Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium Next year for WrestleMania 39 in Los Angeles. That would be the only other thing that would be bigger than Stone Cold Steve Austin. And clearly that's not going to be a a thing that WWE is going to throw out there. Yep, Rock's coming out. 
Rock's going to be at WrestleMania. No, they're going to save that for a major, major surprise at the end of night two. That's the way that, that, that they would end WrestleMania. So that's what Wade Keller says there. I don't know if they can hold back on putting him on TV. So I could even see him appearing on Raw or SmackDown as early as next week. I'm not aware of there being any kind of non-compete with AEW at this point, being that Cody's been a free agent for so long. I wouldn't be shocked if there's even some augmentation to the booking plans for WrestleMania, perhaps related to the Elimination Chamber, in order to set the stage for Cody to do something really big at WrestleMania. I think Cody will get a big push, at least at first. You know, there's different opinions on whether Vince is going to resent Cody for creating competition or admire Cody for his entrepreneurial spirit and being classy about it the whole way. You know, Paul Heyman, Eric Bischoff, Jeff Jarrett, they all competed with Vince, and they all got jobs again with Vince. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. Vince saw Cody as a mid-carder. He also saw Christian Cage as a mid-carder. Christian went to Impact and won a world title. He came back, he got a better push, but it wasn't at the level of edge, which is what Christian always wanted. He wanted to be at the level of edge, end quote. Yeah, Christian came back and had an amazing run. I remember those matches back many years ago with Randy Orton for the World Heavyweight Championship. They were fucking great. And that didn't really last all that long. It lasted less than a year for Christian at that level in WWE. And then Vince got bored. That really isn't a great, uh, I would say, look back on comparisons. If you're going to compare somebody to Cody Rhodes coming in to the WWE now. Nobody wants to see, oh, Cody's not coming in to get a one-year push and then be driven down the fucking card to be feuding with Happy Corbin. Nobody wants that. He's not coming in to feud for a year over the world championship or be pushed at a high level for a year and then get pushed down the fucking card and then feel like everybody else. This is why I don't understand the situation. This is what I don't get. It's not a money thing. It may be reported that, you know, he asked for too much money and Tony Khan looking at the budget couldn't give what Cody was requesting. It's not a money thing. It's an ego thing. Money is the least of Tony Khan's concerns. If Tony Khan wanted to sign Cody Rhodes, he'd give whatever Cody wanted. It's more of an ego. And I'll talk about why that is the case when I move on. Because Punk and Brian Danielson specifically were mentioned. But I don't understand this. He's coming in to do what? What's the difference between Cody in AEW and Cody theoretically thinking about it, looking at it, before he's even there? What's going to be the difference between AEW Cody and WWE Cody? He's going to WWE for what? He can make the money, the same amount of money with AEW. He's not going to get an executive position in WWE because Vince is never going to allow that. He's rarely ever going to get creative control. He's going to be scripted to speak the way WWE wants him to speak. They're not going to send Cody Rhodes out there to cut a promo unscripted like he has been doing, like everybody does in AEW. And he's coming in to be the top dog. He wants to be the top dog in AEW. But Cody 
is solo, single-handedly abandoning the mission statement that AEW set forth when they first got off the ground. He wants to be the big dog. He knows he can't. Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, CM Punk, Malachi Black, Andrade, Miro, and everybody else that's eventually coming in. Wyndham, Rotunda probably coming in. Jeff Hardy coming in. Everybody that's coming in, every new name that's coming in is going to push Cody Rhodes further down the ladder. And all of those names, maybe not Black, Maybe not Andrade, maybe not Miro, but a Wyndham, a Jeff Hardy, Adam Cole, and CM Punk, Brian Danielson. Keith Lee got a tremendous reaction coming in. All of those names are bigger than Cody Rhodes. And he knows this. His name is being pushed further down the ladder. So he goes to WWE to do what? He goes to WWE knowing exactly the environment he's walking into, an environment that he should not trust at all, knowing that he was actively against WWE, taking revenue away from them, ratings away from them, audience away from them, and they made a big deal about the Wednesday Night Wars. He's going over there to do that, right? He's gonna, he thinks he's going to be welcomed after everything he's done with AEW. He's going to WWE for what? He wants to be the top dog in AEW, but he's going to a place potentially in WWE where he'll never be the top dog. Does he really think he's going to factor into the main event scene when Roman Reigns is still there and probably not going anywhere anytime soon? He's walking into WWE theoretically to be a soft number two, and even at that point, I don't even think Cody Rhodes will amount to a main event role in WWE. Probably won't even be in the top five. He's going to WWE to be underneath Roman Reigns. Theoretically going to WWE to be number two, number three, number four, number five from the top, which Roman Reigns owns right now. You think Cody's going to come in and be close to where Reigns, Lesnar, Lashley, McIntyre even? I I don't understand it. So what, what is the reason he's going to WWE? This, this is what I question. This is the shit that I think about before I actually hit record here. He's going to WWE to be a perennial number two, and that's the reason why he's leaving AEW, because he can't be a number one. Let me tell you something, Cody. You're not number one in AEW. You're never going to be number one in AEW, and you're not going to be number one in WWE. So what is the point? There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great 
talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash blue wire sports offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash blue wire sports. That's indeed.com slash blue wire sports and support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire sports terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. What is it about? Is it about the ego? Is it about the money? Or is it one huge work? This is the shit that I struggle with. It's, it's unbelievable. None of it makes sense. Nobody wants to see Cody go to WWE and end up like Christian Cage. Nobody. And I get it. I understand it completely. This is not something that you and I should be upset about. We are grateful. Everybody should be grateful that AEW exists. Without AEW, most of your favorites don't have any other major platform to A, make money, make a living, or B, get their talent out there to the world. AEW is actively providing that. We are grateful that AEW, we should be grateful that AEW exists. I don't really get why everybody is so up in arms about Cody going to WWE. I don't understand it. I don't like it. I think it's a bad career move. That's my opinion. But Cody is going to be, you know, one in the line of many that's going to jump ship. They go to AEW, they get the company off the ground, and they go back to WWE. Cody, it was always a possibility that he could go back to WWE. Jericho is another Major possibility to go back to WWE. Jericho was brought in because of the name value that he possesses in the world of professional wrestling. He did a phenomenal job by getting AEW off the ground. He was their first world champion. You could not pick a better first world champion for AEW. His name value alone made the company what it is today. His reign at the top made the company what it is, where we see it now. Look at Jericho. There's nothing left for him to do. He's wrestled every major name that needed help in that company. He's wrestled all the young kids that Tony Khan has wanted to build this company around. There's nothing left for Jericho to do there. You don't think Jericho is a huge possibility? Joining WWE once again, he tweeted about the Festival of Friendship. He indirectly mentioned We'll be seeing this again at some point, you know? We'll cross paths once again at some point, whether that means Kevin Owens going to AEW or Jericho going to WWE, which his contract is up this year. Kevin Owens just signed a new three-year deal. He's going to be there for a little bit. We could see Jericho walk back over to WWE. You don't think Brian Danielson's going to end up retiring in the WWE? Danielson wants to get all of this out of his system. He wants to wrestle the Omegas. He wants an opportunity to wrestle in New Japan. He wants to wrestle Tanahashi and Okada and Ibushi and Osprey. He wants to wrestle Omega, Punk. This is a reality or should be a reality. All of these guys are going to end up back with WWE at some point. So there's no point in getting upset about it. But Cody Rhodes going to WWE, getting a big push, It's great to think about, but not something that you and I as fans should trust. 
seeing the deterioration of the WWE product to a point where it's the worst it's ever been, and knowing how they've treated talent. Their creative is the worst in the business. I don't trust WWE to do anything right by Cody Rhodes. I don't. I look at this not as Vince wants Cody Rhodes to be another main event player in WWE and create compelling storylines and give the fans matches that we could only dream of. No, I don't see it as that. I see it more than just that. That's just a percentage of why Vince McMahon's bringing in Cody Rhodes. Vince is bringing in Cody Rhodes because it gives him fucking pleasure to know that he dented the armor of AEW. And Cody Rhodes, I'm sure, knows all of this. That's another reason. Another reason why I find this to be very bizarre. Cody knows all of this. Everything I mentioned to you, Cody knows it. He knows it. Vince is not bringing in Cody to give us better television. Vince is bringing in Cody because he wants to use Cody as a fucking figurehead, a man, a, a, a trophy on his mantle for everybody else to see. Hey, look at what we did. We took one of their faces. We took an EVP. And you don't think WWE Vince, Bruce, and Nick Khan are thinking about, we're going to get Jericho. We're going to get Omega. We're going to get all those guys that got contracts that are big-time players over there to come back over to the A-team, right? That's all they're thinking about. WWE's playing the long game of chess. They're waiting to pick their spots to make a move. This one apparently is starting off with Cody Rhodes going over to WWE. Potentially. It's not really confirmed yet. AEW wrestlers are shocked. Shocked. The locker room is shocked. One person says unhappiness led to Cody Rhodes' departure from AEW. Meltzer did a very detailed write-up on the Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes exit. From AEW. He says this. Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Three year deal with AEW expired. December 31, 2021. And there have been talks over the past six weeks. About a new deal. Both continued to work on community relations. And on TV with the idea. That they were staying. While Cody missed TV in early January. Due to COVID-19. He returned to lose the TNT championship. To Sammy Guevara. Rhodes to the top has been renewed. For a second season, but there was no formal announcement made, and the belief is that the show will not return. Cody is also a judge on the Go Big Show. His departure from AEW likely means that he won't be back next season if there is a third season of Go Big Show. Meltzer noted that until negotiations fell apart on Monday, most people in AEW were not aware that anything is up. And the belief was that Cody and Brandy were staying. It was also noted that several people were surprised and didn't know anything until the day of. But one person said that he knew this was coming a few weeks ago and he categorized it as unhappiness, even though everyone claimed the EVPs were getting along the best that they have been in a very long time. One person was said to have used the term heartbroken about the situation. It was also noted that both Cody and Brandy have kept quiet on talks, and the belief is that they have not spoken to anyone about their split from AEW. Cody has been open about working without a contract, but he had been given the impression 
that he was expecting to reach an agreement on a new deal. Brandy recently closed a deal between AEW and the American Heart Association, and Cody worked with Amanda Huber in the community relations division. Melter added that as of Monday evening, there were lawyers involved to work out the split, and both Cody and Brandy can start with WWE immediately since they are not under contract. In WWE, there's been talk about possibly uh, about the possibility of Cody joining the company, but there is nothing known on Brandy's status, but she has talked about wanting to wrestle. Tony Khan has said in the past that he had options on all of the key talent for 2022. He used that option clause to extend the Young Bucks and Chris Jericho, and Cody had an option year as well, so that would have been Khan's call to not exercise it for Cody and Brandy. Before I continue on with uh, whatever Melter finished off saying here, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people tend to think, and this is the going narrative in the community about Tony Khan, which I don't really understand. Everybody says Tony Khan is a mark. Tony Khan is a money mark. Tony Khan throws money at anything and everything because he's desperate for ratings and he doesn't know how to book anything and Dynamite sucks and he's relying on all these major attractions coming in for these big debuts and surprises and yada, yada, yada. He's a money market. He throws money at everything, right? This is the same thing that Vince McMahon does. Vince McMahon is a money mark. Vince McMahon throws money at something and he expects the money to fix the fucking problem, but it's only a fucking Band-Aid that tears off. It's adhesive is fucking shit. It tears off in about 30 minutes. Vince McMahon's a money mark. He throws fucking money at everything. Tony Khan's not a money mark. Tony Khan actually realizes that he's got a budget. He's got a payroll. He can't do everything that he wants to do. If Tony Khan was a money mark, he would have thrown money at Cody Rhodes to keep Cody Rhodes in AEW and give Cody Rhodes whatever he needed and wanted. The fact that Tony Khan did not, according to Meltzer, did not exercise the option for Cody Rhodes and did not give him the money that Cody was requesting means that Tony Khan is mindful of what he needs to do to keep AEW successful. If he was a money mark, he would have given Cody Rhodes anything he wanted so he doesn't jump ship to WWE. But Cody is jumping ship to WWE, supposedly. And Tony Khan is okay with it because he knows that A, it's not good for the company, and B, I could probably get three more guys to come on in, pay them for what Cody himself wants to make individually. So Tony Khan is not a money mark. So at the end of this, Meltzer says it's pro wrestling. There's always the possibility that this is a work. He says it. There's a possibility that it could be a work. Alvarez tweeted today, right before I went live, this is not a work. He could be in on it. I think Tony Khan and Cody Rhodes know who are with them and for them and who are against them. Meltzer and Alvarez, I think it's no secret now that they are 1,000% pro AEW. So if they were to keep a secret and kind of throw the scent off the trail, it would be those guys. But Meltzer says it's a possibility it could be a work. Similar to what Brian Pillman did in 1996. Pillman convinced WCW management to let him out of his contract and work some dates for WCW with the idea that he would eventually go back to WCW. But it turned out that Pillman worked Bischoff and he ended up getting more money from Vince McMahon. If this were a work, then this one would, in theory, lead to Cody and Brandy returning to AEW at some point. But all signs point 
to this departure being legitimate. Cody and Brandy have been struggling this past year with fans turning on them around the time of the feud with Anthony Ogogo. Cody had enough of the negativity on social media, and he decided to hand over his Twitter account to the community relations department. Fans were also very hard on Brandy, and while she was supposed to be a babyface in her recent feud with Dan Lambert and Paige Van Zant, there was a vocal part of the audience who still booed her, even with Lambert trying to get fans to hate him. So Cody is leaving the, uh, AEW for WWE because of the negativity. That's one of the reasons why he's leaving AEW. I, I don't understand why that's a thing. Like, why don't you just own up to it and fit the role of a heel into your act and into AEW television? I, I guess he's too good for that, right? The negativity. There's a reason why Cody was getting negative reactions Brandy is a huge part of that. Brandy doesn't belong on television. Brandy doesn't belong in a ring. Brandy doesn't belong wrestling for any women's championships in any promotion, period. You want to fucking be with the company? A, support your husband. B, help the other women in that locker room by giving them guidance on what to do and what not to do and handling their own business. Be a leader. There are other ways to be a leader and not try and steal the fucking spotlight from everybody else. Brandy would have never fit into the AEW women's division plans, especially with who I think is coming in. She would have never fit into those plans. So it all goes back to being egotistical. Cody wants what he wants. Cody wants to make what he wants. He wants to carve his own path and think he's going to get something better in WWE. You don't think Cody's going to be booed in WWE? You don't think the fans are going to turn on you In WWE, give me a break. Everybody says the AEW fence, the grass is not always greener on that side of the fence. The grass is certainly dying on WWE's side of the fence. I don't get it. The feud with Anthony Agogo didn't do him any favors. The fact that he prolonged his heel turn didn't do him any favors. The fact that they continued to book his wife on television didn't do him any favors. It seems like he's taking his frustration and anger out on us and on Tony Khan. Meanwhile, he and his wife are to blame for mostly everything. And their egos along the way were becoming inflated. I don't see how he's going to benefit from going to WWE. Will they pay him? Absolutely. But he will be a second-hand hand-me-down from AEW that will ultimately be fed to Roman Reigns in the end and your star power, whatever you think it is, is not going to be shining as bright as you expect it to be going to Vince McMahon and Bruce Prichard who ultimately will end up lying to you just like they did everybody else. They don't give a shit about Cody Rhodes. They don't give a shit about Brandy Rhodes. They don't give a shit about the Rhodes family. All they know in their mind is, Ha, 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 we got him. We got him. We lured him in. We gave him what he could not refuse, and we got him. He's going somewhere where he'll never be as big as he thinks he should be. So why leave and abandon what you started, the revolution? Why leave? Why turn your back? Why? You do realize that you will be a fucking hated mark for jumping ship after all the bullshit. You'll never be accepted. 
in the pro wrestling community again. Everywhere you go, you'll be slapped around and you think the negativity was bad with this current run in AEW. Wait, wait. People, especially wrestling fans, do not take kindly because they're fucking lunatics. Do not take kindly to Cody Rhodes doing what he's about to do. Loyalty goes a long way. His ego is outshining his loyalty. And that's where he's making his grave mistake. It's career suicide. Cody Rhodes reportedly asked for more money. CM Punk and Brian Danielson's contracts changed things for Cody in AEW. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. Cody Rhodes is not as big as Brian Danielson. He's not as big as CM Punk. Stop comparing yourself. Cody Rhodes is exposing himself as a mark for himself. He thinks he should be the center of attention. Cody asking for more money and the fact that he thinks he's on the same level as CM Punk and Brian Danielson is laughable. He's outwardly admitting, without admitting to you, word for word, that he wants everything to revolve around him. He wants the show to be about Cody Rhodes, and he thinks he should be making just as much money as CM Punk and Brian Danielson. Meanwhile, the reason why Tony Khan brought these men in to AEW is to fulfill the mission statement brought to the table by Cody Rhodes. Brian Danielson main evented WrestleMania with Edge and Roman Reigns. He wrestled Roman Reigns in his last match on SmackDown right before the summer, showed up in AEW, and immediately made an impact selling out. Arthur Rash Stadium, 20,000 people with a match against Kenny Omega. Brian Danielson has done the best work of his entire career in 2021, and he single-handedly had put AEW on the map in 2021 and given them their hugest boost, their biggest boost since their inception. But Cody Rhodes thinks he's got more influence than Brian Danielson. CM Punk's been retired for close to eight years. This is the one man that, the only man that was a free agent out there that could be a huge difference maker that wasn't signed to WWE. And Tony Khan lured him in. Because not only did the environment lure him in, the fact of Brody Lee and how AEW handled that situation, the all, the all the young talent that was brought in to AEW that attracted CM Punk to the company. I don't get how Cody Rhodes is outwardly admitting, without admitting, that all these men are on his level. Or he's on their level, I should say. That they're all equal. They're not. They're not equal. Tony Khan is bringing your vision to life. But Cody thinks the vision should revolve around him. If Tony Khan gave in to Cody Rhodes and made the show about Cody and gave Cody his vision, AEW wouldn't be where it is today. That's what Cody Rhodes apparently doesn't understand. So he asks for more money. Great. Vince is going to give you the money because he can... Throw the money at you because they got nothing else going on. They fired everybody. He could give you the money that you're wanting. And the reason he's going to give you the money that he wanted because he values 
your contract, not for you. Like I said, he values you and what you mean. Your figurehead status that you held in AEW. You're going to be a trophy to him. That's what he's paying for. He's not paying for Cody Rhodes. Keller said, and I quote, in the same VIP audio that he did on Tuesday night. From what I'm told, Cody asked for more money than what Tony Khan was willing to spend. But everybody calls Tony Khan a money mark. If Tony Khan was a money mark, he would have given Cody what he wanted. Tony Khan realizes that he's got a payroll to uphold. It's weird because if it was nine months ago, Tony might have signed him for what Cody was asking for, or at least negotiated in good faith to a reasonable compromise. But Cody became a bit of a liability. Tony publicly would say, and he told me that Cody still drives numbers, so I'm okay. But that's not the biggest compliment. It's not like, oh, I love Cody, and we're on the same page. I was just like, well, you know, the undercurrent of what he said, yeah, he's a headache, and every segment is a car wreck, but he's still drawing numbers. So I guess I'm okay with it for now. Like, that's how I read it. I kind of read between the lines on his choice of wording. I think the segment with Brandy two weeks ago did not help. It didn't belong on TV. It was just a disaster. But there's been a lot going on with Cody. Pre-pandemic, Cody was at the forefront of production meetings, and he was really involved. He said, wait, Keller, and continued on with this stuff about Brandy Rhodes. I'll say this. It sounds mean, but nobody has anything nice to say about Brandy Rhodes and her disposition or popularity behind the scenes. And I'm not saying that with any personal satisfaction or preference for her to be liked or not liked. I'm just telling you, when I talk to people, Brandy has not been seen as an asset on camera, in the ring, or behind the scenes. And so that ended up being baggage with Cody because people like Cody pretty universally like Cody. Even people who say bad things about Cody like Cody, if that makes any sense. So Cody and Brandy are going to WWE If Brandy is a headache and Brandy was in all these different facets of AEW, what does she think she's going to do in WWE? What? Are they going to put her on television as an in-ring performer? It's not exactly what that women's division needs. We have a ton of Brandy Rhodes on television already in the likes of Carmella and Nikki A.S.H. and Zelina Vega and fucking Aaliyah. We we don't need more women who can't wrestle on television. There's plenty of those women on television who can't wrestle. And if she's this disliked individual backstage in AEW, what is that going to mean for her going to WWE? She's going to have even less of a role, at least in AEW. She could do some work and be looked at as somewhat of a figurehead backstage. Seemingly, they think that they could do the same thing in WWE, if not more. And I don't think that's going to be a thing. Cody was sitting in on production meetings. You think that's going to happen in WWE? Fuck no. Pre-pandemic, he was sitting in at Gorilla. You think that's going to happen in WWE? Fuck no. Cody Rhodes is not coming into WWE to be an executive of anything. Whether it's NXT, like people rumored. Why would he go to NXT? They don't need him in NXT. They got Shawn Michaels to be the puppet in NXT. Cody's not going to fit down there. 
What are they going to do with Cody Rhodes on the main roster? He's going to fit into a producer role, semi-producer, semi-on-air role, wrestler, part-timer. The fuck they need him to do that for? Not going to be an executive in WWE. Vince doesn't appoint people as executives on his team unless he is a trusted individual. You think Cody Rhodes is going to be trusted by Vince McMahon? Knowing where he came from? Knowing what he did and what he said with AEW and Tony Khan? I don't understand any of this. And Brandy not being liked, Nyla Rose and Red Velvet were two people since this story broke, came out on social media and called bullshit. Red Velvet commented about Brandy not being liked. She says this and I quote, me and I think it's very disrespectful and rude how you guys can make comments and have people believe things that are not true. Back off. And just be happy for people in their new endeavors. Good day. So she pretty much came out there and said that everything about Brandy not being liked that's being reported is untrue. Nyla Rose wasn't as easy as Red Velvet. She said this, and I quote, This is just flat out some bullshit. Brandy was liked by many people backstage, including myself. Is she a polarizing character? For sure. But don't work yourself into a shoot. You want a hot scoop from the source? Well, here it is. Stop making shit up. End quote. So those are two women that worked with Brandy backstage, worked with AEW heels, that female woman-like community there that they've gotten together with fans and wrestlers alike to interact with each other. Rose and Red Velvet were a part of that. And they claim that this report from Wade Keller and whatever he heard is absolutely untrue and complete bullshit. So, with the whole contract situation, Cody wanted to be a superstar, says Wade Keller. And AEW signing big money contracts, especially with Brian Danielson and CM Punk, changed the dynamic to a degree with Cody. So pretty much right there, if what he's saying is true, then Cody's ego is driving him out of AEW. Because he knows he doesn't have a top spot with CM Punk, Brian Danielson, John Moxley there. All ex-WWE guy. He's an ex-WWE guy himself. 90% of his fucking career is with Vince McMahon. But he wants to be a big star. He knows he can't be a number one or number two or number three with those guys on the roster. So how exactly is that going to be any different for him going to WWE when it's going to be the same exact thing? Whatever Cody is fabricating in his own mind the big star that he wants to be, the big star that he thinks he is, that star is going to fucking fade out very, very quickly. They may roll out the red carpet for you. They may give you the big WrestleMania moment. They may give you a big WrestleMania match, maybe a world championship. But after that, you do realize that every single fucking toy Vince has played with, he eventually gets bored and puts it back in the toy shelf or the toy box on the toy shelf, and it starts to collect dust, and it never feels the same again, ever. The feeling of it is never as gratifying as opening up that fresh box and playing with it right out of the package. That's exactly what Vince McMahon does to everybody. Cody Rhodes will be no difference. He's not going to be the star he thinks he is in WWE because he is not Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, 
or even Drew McIntyre. He'll be at the top for a year, year and a half, and then they all fucking go right back to the mid card and everybody feels the same. Worst case scenario, he'll sit in fucking catering. I don't want to see Cody Rhodes wrestling Baron Corbin or Happy Corbin at a fucking Saudi show when he could be doing a lot of good in AEW. Cody Rhodes' value extends well past what he does in the ring. He's going to remain special in AEW. He won't be special outside of that initial introduction in WWE. I think people are really getting way too ahead of themselves here. He's not Punk. He's not Brian. He's not. He will never be. Those men were brought in to bring his vision of the company to life. Those men were brought in to make AEW the true alternative. And now he wants to go to option B. He wants to go back to option B. WWE has made a mockery of pro wrestling. I thought AEW was created and exists because they wanted to bring the alternative back to pro wrestling. You've made yourself the alternative. More so, WWE is not even in discussion about being the alternative anymore. I don't understand it. Give me a break with this shit. It's it's so it's so stupid. None of it makes any sense. None of it makes any sense. You know, he went from a clear essential top tier guy, top four talent in the company, and you know, Cody was fine obviously with Moxley being signed, with Jericho being signed. Jericho was a huge boon to the AEW brand at the beginning. And Moxley was a great acquisition and disgruntled. Moxley's another one of those guys. You don't think he's going back to WWE? You don't think we'll see another Shield reunion or a Moxley, Rollins, and Reigns main event at WrestleMania? They all are using AEW for now. They all will eventually be back in WWE. Everybody eventually cycles in and out and gets replaced. It's just the way of the business. I know it. You should know it too. Cody was fine with Moxley, Jericho. And Moxley was a great acquisition and disgruntled with WWE and not really a threat to Cody because he was just so different than Cody. And even then, they're not too far off in age. But Danielson and Punk and then Adam Cole, to a lesser degree, took some leverage away from Cody in terms of, you need me, pay me. And there's only so much salary cap room that Tony has to spread around. And he had good fortune to have Punk and Brian and Adam Cole become available to him. But they were expensive. Top guys in WCW had the clause in their contract that if anyone got paid more than them, their contracts would go up to match it. And they knew politically that if you're not the top paid person, you by definition lose leverage with the boss, with the network, with your coworkers, with your peers. And Cody was no longer a top paid guy. And my understanding is he wanted to be, and to a degree, that just wasn't seen by Tony as what he was worth to him in the current landscape. But it's complicated, and there's not a single factor that plays into this because Cody might have been worth it if he weren't getting booed, and he wasn't the subject of ridicule online and in the buildings, and quite frankly, behind the scenes in various ways. Cody, let me, let me repeat this last line. This is Cody and Cody's ego. This is it. 
He thinks he's bigger than Brian and Punk. Ego. He thinks he should be making more, if not more, than Brian and Punk and Adam Cole. Ego. Look at this last line by Wade Keller. Listen to this. There's not a single factor that plays into this because Cody might have been worth it if he weren't getting booed. So do what's best for you and for the business, Cody. Turn heel. Have people embrace you on television and give them what they want and have it be genuine. He was subject to ridicule online. Why is that? Because you didn't give the fans ultimately what they wanted. You didn't position yourself on TV the way you should have been positioned, and your wife was a majority of the reason why you were ridiculed. You didn't help causes either. You didn't. Your promos about uh, whatever you talked about with Anthony Agogo, your fucking neck tattoo, all this other shit, come off as self-righteous and thinking that you deserve something when you don't really deserve anything. Ridicule online and in the buildings and, frankly, behind the scenes in various ways. Yes, the behind the scenes thing is playing into his ego. That's an ego thing. Everybody knows you have an ego, and that didn't really rub people in the fucking locker room the right way either. Keller continued, Cody always has some issues. There's been wrestlers who have issues with Cody even early on. But over time, Cody pulled himself more away. Like he got a really expensive bus and was driving that only to Florida shows, in part done for the reality show and stuff. I mean, there's more than two sides really to everything, but it was perceived as well as him getting the bus. It's really expensive, and it's this giant, gas-guzzling, unnecessary luxury, and this is sending a different message than what the wrestler founded by wrestlers for the wrestlers were supposed to send. And it was like, oh boy, here he goes. He developed an oversized ego that grew bigger than AEW itself. And what the mission statement should have been was you helping the brand and you not having the brand revolve around itself. You are there to get everybody bigger than what they are and get the company to a level where you could sit there and say, I helped build this. That is what his ultimate goal should have been, and he abandoned it. He wants to be bigger than AEW, and he can't be bigger than AEW, and it's fucking eating him alive. You know, Triple H, for all the fucking shit that Triple H got, from burying careers and him fucking having karma come back to bite him in the ass, Triple H never made NXT about him. He never did. It was always about the talent that you saw on screen. It was always about the production. It was always about the takeovers and doing things the right way and making everything feel important. How many times did you see Triple H come out on a fucking show and make it about himself? His greatest value in WWE is not what he did as an on-air performer in the run that he had. Triple H's greatest value to WWE before it was killed was what he did with NXT. He never made it about himself. We knew he ran the show. We knew he was head of creative. We knew it was all his vision, but he never made it about him. He never came out and said, this is mine. This is all because of me. He let the talent 
speak for itself. You let the writing speak for itself. You let the takeovers speak for themselves. Everybody in AEW has a fucking ego. They got bigger egos now from where they were because of how successful the company is. Cody's got a bigger ego. Matt and Nick Jackson have a bigger ego. Kenny Omega's got a bigger ego. Tony Khan has a fucking ego. He thinks his shit don't stink. I know. I get it. And rightfully so. Everybody's that. I'm that way. I don't. I think my shit don't stink, right? I'm not perfect, but that's what happens. That's what happens. It, it, it happens, and more so, it's a worst-case scenario. They can't take criticism. Tony Khan can't take criticism. I can't take, I can't take criticism either, but normally I've done a very good job over the course of my time here on YouTube where I just block and move on. Sometimes, it, you know, it gets to me and I call out somebody, but that's because I need to defend my show and what I do, and I'm very proud of what I do here. But everybody, everybody has an ego, everybody. But Tony Khan... And everybody underneath him, all the EVPs, they all got a big ego. They do. Cody Rhodes' ego is clearly showing that it's bigger than everybody else because of what he has done and what he wanted and where he thinks he sits with Brian and Punk and Cole and all these other big names coming in. It's not the case. It's not the case. So he's had some issues. Keller noted also how Cody has talked about how much he looks up to Triple H. Cody said the following last year during an interview with Inside the Ropes. I quote, so I don't know if I should share this, but at some point, it's going to come off my chest. Triple H is probably my favorite wrestler and was a role model. I only watched from a distance, but he reminded me a lot of my dad in that sense, that I watched him do all the work, be this executive, and then go out there, and he was only a part-timer for the most part, other than when I first started and had that run with him and Teddy and Sean. He really was a role model in terms of, okay, you can do both. You can do both, but you have to really be disciplined. You have to take it really seriously. And that doesn't get you many friends when you're the um, Hermione Granger of the company. And you just take it so seriously and are just a little bookworm. So Keller went on to say this about Cody. So Cody wanted to be, I think, more involved with being seen as sort of an equal to Tony, and it became clear over time this was Tony's company. And you know the EVPs had their titles, and the Bucks and Kenny, by all accounts, are happy with their roles as EVPs, and they have some latitude. Kenny gets to work with the women, and the Bucks get to kind of do their own thing, and their friends get to show off their in-ring style. Tony's pretty hands-off and open to their ideas about certain pockets in the company that they have. But I think Cody did desire to be something more substantial. Danielson and Punk changed the dynamic a bit. And I think Cody knew from experience that if you're not the top paid guy, you're not going to get pushed like the top paid guy. You're not going to have the leverage that comes with that. He was as much, if not more than anyone, the founder of this movement of AEW. And Brandy put out public statements on Twitter about this and said nice things. I have not heard that there was a big blow up or that there was a ton of hurt feelings with Cody and Tony, but obviously you know it always comes down to business. Keller also noted how both parties said nice things to each other and that hopefully those statements are genuinely how they feel about each other. Keller added, and I quote, but the bottom line is Cody was not successful with this character and was stubborn or steadfast in wanting to be portrayed in a certain way. 
And you could see it in that statement about the community outreach aspect of it. So when you're trying to manage Brandy's aspirations and you're also wanting to be paid a certain amount and to match or exceed others, and at the same time, the crowd is rejecting the character that you've steadfast in wanting to continue to portray, it can become a problem. So what does that mean? He never wanted to turn heel? He wanted to remain the baby face that he believes he should be, the hero that he believes he should be. I don't understand it. Of all people, Cody knows what the fans want. He didn't give them what the fans wanted. He wanted to actively go against the fans. I truly believe if Cody was a heel, he could have been the biggest heel in the business if he wanted to. There's always a door that could, that could be open for him turning back to being babyface again. I don't understand why he didn't see this great problem through on AEW television. He wanted to be something more than he was. And he argued Tony Khan on it, amongst other things. Tony Khan is going to do what's best for the company. Maybe Tony wanted him to turn heel and he knew that. And Cody said no. What a, what a terrible way to go about things, man. Seriously. That is a grade A level fuck up there if that is the case. Then you have WWE that is willing to pay you millions to acquire a co-founder and EVP of your top competitor and make some waves with that going into WrestleMania season. I'm not surprised. People were really surprised. I heard some of the EVPs were surprised about this because it seemed like things had gotten better with everyone after there had been some tension. But if things got better, it might have been a loveless marriage in that sense. There wasn't fighting, but there wasn't great chemistry or collaboration. You know, everyone just kind of had their roles. Cody, if he wasn't on his bus, he was in the locker room. He had his people, a small, gr- a small group he hung out with, and he was open to hearing ideas and giving advice when people asked, but he wasn't out there just making himself available and getting to know everybody and shaking hands and welcoming people into the company and getting to know their story. Cody was very focused on himself, and in this grandiose sense, he did what he did. He recently bought a mansion, a big house, and, you know, people are speculating about that between the bus and the house and all that. Does he have an issue that his dad Dusty had, which is spending money that he's expecting to earn before he has it or putting himself in a situation where there's financial commitments and he just needs to get paid that much to match it? I don't know enough about the money he had or if he paid cash for the house and he's totally fine. So, you know, part of what Cody was going for is I think he just kind of assumed there would be a certain level of pay raise, and he was pretty forward on TV saying, quite frankly, I didn't get offered what I thought I was worth or what I thought I deserved, especially as a co-founder of the company. And if that came with any extra perks, when there's money to be spending on Danielson, Punk, Cole, and now Keith Lee. Ego. 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 That's all it is. It boils down to ego. The money is not a money issue. The money that Cody is requesting to be paid that Tony Khan did not give him is ego. He's going to go to WWE because they're going to pay him and he's selling his soul to Satan himself. He thinks he's going to get this, this, the big house, an even bigger house, a bus. He's going to be treated like an elite. He's not. He's going to be paid like one but he's going to be treated like a fucking dog that they're going to send out there to slaughter. 
AEW wrestlers shocked, unhappiness, all this other shit about, you know, everybody being unhappy or people in the locker room saying, Cody's been unhappy. He's been unhappy because he's not getting what he wants. He's unhappy because he's being a crybaby about it. Ego. It's all about ego. The one incident, and this is where I'm going to end on this. There's one incident that was reported by Andrew Zarian. He was live yesterday on YouTube about this whole thing on Wrestling Observer. The one incident that happened with Tony Khan that was a major reason for Cody Rhodes leaving AEW. Speaking on Wrestling Observer Live, Andrew Zarian of the Mat Men Podcast brought up an issue that arise between Cody and Tony. Zarian stated, and I quote, Somebody sent me a link to a Forbes article and said, this really upsets certain people, especially Cody. I don't know if it's 100% true, but this kind of plays into everything. It was the Forbes video, the profile they did on Tony, and Tony Khan starts it off by pretty much listing, I'm the GM, I'm the booker, I see this, I'm this, I'm that, essentially making Tony Khan out to be a one-man show. Tony Khan's comments in Forbes seem to have rubbed Cody and others the wrong way. Zarian continued on and confirmed that it wasn't just one thing that caused the dissension between Cody and Tony. He says, and I quote, I don't know if that's necessarily one of the things involved in Rhodes and Khan having a falling out, but it was a multitude of things. Numerous problems have been reported over the past few months between Cody and other EVPs. Tony Khan has also received plenty of criticism for how he's addressed certain matters on social media, booked things that should have been booked, like the Dan Lambert situation with Brandy and Big Swole's comments, obviously, as of late on New Year's. Ego. Ego. Cody wants to be a part of something at a bigger level, and he needs to know his role. He will never be the Tony Khan or equal to Tony Khan in AEW. I think everybody really needs to understand this. And can Tony Khan kind of scale back on that? Absolutely. That's where his ego comes into play. We know who Tony Khan is and what he does. It doesn't need to be broadcast every single time. And especially with the statement he put out, he said the same thing. CEO, head booker, head of creative, blah, blah, blah. That was a shot at Cody. Cody, in his statement, said, Tony Khan is great. He took the baton and ran with it, meaning that it was a team effort. Tony Khan took the baton and now ran with it and made it a one-man show, the Tony Khan show. But Tony Khan, at the end of the day, is the reason why AEW exists. Everybody needs to slow their roll, scale it back, and realize Tony Khan's got an ego. Cody's got a bigger ego than anybody I've seen recently. I'm assuming that was always the case. Matt and Nick Jackson have an ego. Kenny Omega has an ego. They've all developed a bigger ego for the success that AEW continues to see, and it will only get worse. But everybody needs to realize, Matt, Nick, and Kenny Omega do realize, right now, anyway, that Tony Khan is in charge. Cody Rhodes seemingly can't live with the fact that Tony Khan is in charge, and that Tony Khan is going to get the credit for literally everything that we see on television, because without Tony Khan and Tony Khan's money, there is no AEW. Without Tony Khan's money, 
We're not getting Brian Danielson and CM Punk coming out of retirement back into the world of professional wrestling, and we're not getting Adam Cole and Keith Lee and possibly Johnny Gargano and Wyndham Rotunda and anybody else that's a fucking free agent out there. AEW is not the true alternative that it is today without Tony Khan's money. Cody Rhodes should really, really sit down and address what he's thinking as far as his ego is concerned. Tony Khan is bringing his vision, his desires, his wants for more in pro wrestling to life. And Cody Rhodes is leaving all of that to have his career dead by the hands of Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard. Thank you guys for joining me on Off The Script. This has been episode 414. I appreciate you guys very much. Make sure you guys hit that thumbs up. Let's try for 1,000 likes minimum on today's show. Follow me on social media, at JD from NY206. That's Twitter and Instagram. And make sure you guys go check out all the other videos that you've seen on the channel or might have missed on the channel this week and last week. Everything you guys need is on the homepage right there. I will be live with Dynamite. Jesse, the birthday boy, will be joining me tonight. AW Dynamite live stream post show right here on Off The Script. Guys, have a great Wednesday. Let me, let me know what you guys think down below of all the top stories here coming out of this Cody Rhodes situation, and I'll see you guys tonight live for AW Dynamite on Off The Script. Have a great Wednesday, guys, and I'll see you later.